Welcome to Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. RFUA is here to unite the listening audience, unsigned and undeveloped musical talent with well-known and established music industry contacts. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is Swell Radio, RFUA, on The Answer San Diego. Gentlemen, we've reached the middle of July 2021, the 17th to be exact. Welcome to Swell Radio RFUA. Tonight we have a really cool special guest, Mr. Joe Floyd, the guitarist and founding member of the band Warrior. They're MCA recording artist. We'll have the Sled Track of the Week, the Ozzy Miracle Music Minute. But before we get to that, my name's Peter DeLuke. My name's Dino DeLuke. And that means I must be Swell Ozzy. And I am Sean Peck. Back again. Nice. We love it when Sean shows up and just <laughs> kind of hangs out with us. Yep. For all you Cage fans and many Three Tremors fans out there, it's going to be a fun night. You know what you got to do, man? Because it's warm, tap the keg. You know, look, Corvoisier and Hennessy always comes in nice. Do the right thing. Turn the AC up. Turn the volume up. Put your feet back. Let's rock and roll. AM 1170, FM 96.1 on the answer. KCBQ San Diego. Swell Radio. R. F U A We'll be right back. There's more Swell Radio, R F U A, Radio for Unsigned Artists. On the answer, San Diego. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group, 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Always Metal Auto and Metal Recycling, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hey, this is Tim Ripper Owens, ex-Judas Priest, and ex-everybody. You're rocking with my friends from the band Sled on Swell Radio, R-F-U-A. Keep it rocking. Welcome back to R-F-U-A Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio, R-F-U-A. This week... We have a rock and roll legend, Mr. Joe Floyd, guitarist extraordinaire. Yeah. Right on, Joe. Hey, what's welcome up, guys? The, hey, welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks for doing Thanks the show, Joe. Hey, yeah, uh, Joe, it's um, Sean Peck. I haven't talked to you in a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Sean? I did a little research, a little Wikipedia research. We're going we're gonna to go from the beginning, you know, all the way to the present day right here. Wikipedia says that... 
You know, you can't trust Wikipedia. I know, right? I know, but you just—that's why I'm going to have you set the record straight today, man. We're getting—we're getting the definitive Joe Floyd interview that will stand the test of time today. Uh, 1982, right. um, Warrior started, joined by Tommy Asakawa, bassist Rick Bennett, vocalist Paramore McCarty, who were from San Diego, California, but moved to LA in search of fame and fortune. So I want you to tell us, like, how you got into playing guitar how it all came about and like, you know, early influences and, and how uh, warriors started forming. Sure. Sure. So, well, I got into guitar in junior high school. Um, it was kind of the thing in those days. I had a lot of friends that were starting to play guitar and it looked like a fun thing to do. So and you were in LA, right? No, that's when I was in San Diego. You oh, you were, you did I live in San Diego. Into it. Yeah, I lived in San Diego. So I grew up in La Jolla, and um, yeah, Rob Crosby was one of my friends, high school chums, and and uh, I knew Warren and D. Martini, you know, those those rat guys. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but you're you're just dropping first names. We gotta clarify that for uh, oh, your okay, name yeah. dropper. We gotta clarify. Yeah, I knew Warren. <laughs> yeah, Warren D. Martini of Rat. Go ahead. Okay, Warren D. Martini of Rat. Right. Anyway, well, I started on the drums, and then that didn't last because I sucked. So um, I took up guitar and uh, really loved it. And I was lucky. I met some really cool teachers that inspired me, and I started learning some licks, copying Clapton and Beck and, you know, trying to just move it along. I was playing hours and hours a day trying to, you know, get down to everything, learn how to bend notes and all of that stuff. And uh, so back in the day when I was in high school, there was like keggers around La Jolla every weekend. God, I love it. It was a simpler time back then, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was, you know, he loved it. Who thought it would end? But yeah, we partied and of course trying to be cool. And um, there was some really good musicians, some bands. So it was always something to look forward to every weekend. And then we started playing and I had some little jam bands and um, that was a blast. But um, eventually then, you know, Van Halen came along in LA and um, Robin and, and those guys from Rat were like, oh, we're, we're moving to LA, you know, we got to catch this wave and um so i was like all right i'm going to la and um that was that I moved what about what was there a jam band in san diego was it phenomena was that one of the early bands i wasn't actually in phenomena okay. that was it was robin and uh, I, I think tommy also that perry was in it perry mccarty oh, okay and um but yeah they used to play like down at wing and sea set up down there and um yeah, they were a good band. There was another guitar player in that band, Daryl Kinney, who was from uh, Claremont, and he was just like a local legend, amazing guitar player. So. Hey, Joe, hey, Joe, it's Pete. Who was your drummer? Yeah, when, where? Well, I mean, I mean, the name George Palacios came up. George is a close friend of all of ours. At what point was Joe in the band when you guys? George, excuse me. Oh, uh, George came on uh, for the second record, which was uh, Ancient Future. Right. And I'm not sure exactly who knew him and brought him in. It might, it might have been Roy Z. Um, 
but yeah, George, he's he's just messing great, man. He's oh, George awesome. is awesome. For a lot of people who don't, who don't know who George is, he played here locally with Six One Nine, a cover band, for a long time. But he also has been playing with Rick Springfield uh, for the last uh, four. Jesse's girl. Yeah. All right, sorry about that. Big stage and the big gigs, and uh, much love to George. Yeah, yeah, George is is great, and what a cool guy. He's oh, such a nice yeah. guy. Love him. We all love him. We'll go back to where. So you you moved to L.A. I moved to L.A. and I was crashing on a friend's couch up there off Gower. And actually, at the time I moved, uh, Tony Katane, uh came up and was crashing in the same place. So you know, we were is Tony Katane? Huh? You were crashing in the same place as Con- Tony Katane? Yeah, yeah. Look so at we, you! you know, Look at you! Name dropping again. Me, yeah. I love it. Keep it coming. So I would. Not name dropping, just facts. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I love it. Keep it go, rock and roll. And anyways, keep going. Be, keep it interesting. So, um, yeah, I started, uh, you know, trying to get together jam. And um, in those days, it was like the recycler and the music connection. There wasn't the internet. So, you you know, you put out a little ad, guitarist available to jam or whatever, right? And uh, I jammed with, like, Blackie, went down and... Um, you know, he was Blackie just, Lawless. Was together, yeah. Blackie you got to give us all the the names, man. Sorry, sorry. Yep. And uh, <laughs> so I met him, and uh, you know, went and hung out, and he played me all this stuff, and I was like really impressed. So he called. He, wait, let me understand that he called you off the your ad. Yeah, I ran nice. an ad, and and uh, either he was running an ad or I ran an ad. I don't know. Somehow we connected. Okay. And uh, he was living down off Fountain in LA and Hollywood. So I went to his place and we hung out and he played me a bunch of songs and he was writing some really cool songs that nothing like Wasp really. It was, it was like trippy Beatle influence and he was into the New York dolls and kiss and then, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, I thought, wow, this guy's really talented. He's, he's a good writer and stuff. And, uh, so we jammed a couple of times. Nice. Uh, but yeah, that didn't, uh, didn't pan out. Uh, Anyway, then I started a band, and we called it uh, Fury. And uh, Tommy came up, Tommy Oscala, and uh, I was living with the bass player Rick. And uh, we met a drummer, Liam, now Jackie Inks, uh, who uh, played for Rhino Bucket and stuff later. Well, Rhino Bucket, I didn't realize Rhino Bucket was from way back then. Okay. Well, they were. They weren't. I'm saying later. Oh, later. Okay. Uh, uh, he, he became their drummer after Warrior. Stuff. Hey, so you're in the midst of telling us how the band got formed and what were some of the clubs you guys started playing at when you guys were first forming the band? Well, I was just tripping on that track thinking about George mm. uh, flashing back. George Palacios on that track. That's right. We, yeah, Palacios. Just killing it, man. Because we recorded it uh, at my studio, and I remember setting him up. He was in, you know, in the far corner of the room, facing the wall, <laughs> and just <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> oh yeah, George is just a fantastic drummer. Was so he good. up at MI at yeah. the time, or was he living down here at the time? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. I think he might have come up to do the do the session. Yeah, I think he might have been living in San Diego. So. So so go, you know, take us all the way. So those guys come up and they start jamming with you and that's how yeah, Warrior formed. So we started jamming and, and uh, Jackie Inks, the drummer, was very instrumental in, in helping us uh, become a real band. He had experience playing in L.A. and just um, a very strong influence on, on getting us to play tight arrangements and, and being, you know, playing like a band instead of like a bunch of guys jamming. So um, got to give give credit there, 
Um, but yeah, we um, met up with Coral Browning, who became our manager. Uh, well, we, we started playing around like Troubadour and. Um, was it under the name Warrior? I mean, you said like, hey, the name. Uh, it was under, it was under the name Fury at that point. Um, Fury. Um, and we, we were doing a variety of stuff. We didn't have Fighting for the Earth at first. We were doing kind of more like uh, blues rock, ACDC influence stuff like that, and uh, maybe a couple of Priest covers. I'm, I'm not sure, but um, anyway, we we're we we're playing around and starting to get some some recognition, and then my friend Dave. Uh, from Rough Cut, the drummer, Dave, Dave Alford, yeah. uh, he uh, said, hey, man, he's from Louisiana. Hey, man, I want you to meet my friend Coral. She manages ACDC. And so uh, <laughs> we hooked up and she came down to a show and was like, oh, love you guys. want to get my brother out here. And um, so her brother Michael came out and then, um, you know, we signed on to them to manage the band and um just started growing just started growing and then they uh, uh we changed the name to warrior and they started uh bringing down uh, record people to hear us and stuff who at first were kind of like no oh, we're not sure um but then we got our demo played on the local radio up there kmet hold on one second let's hold that thought on the demo we're going to come back with that we got to go to a break here you guys stick around more with our brother joe floyd from warrior am 1170 fm 961 on the answer kcbq san diego swell radio rfua we'll be right back there's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Vox Direct recognizes the challenges of COVID-19 for small businesses and to help you stay connected with your customers, they're offering special versions of their advanced voice and text marketing services completely free. You heard that correctly, completely free during the COVID-19 outbreak. Now that we're all working from home, you can turn on group cell phones and make a unified phone system. There's text marketing and voice at all in one platform virtual receptionist two virtual extensions and a toll-free number for your business text important messages to your customers and employees customers can reply directly to your messages unlimited keywords subscribers and list easy to use templates and unlimited inbound calls and texts this special support package will be provided for free with no strings attached and no credit cards required throughout the duration of the pandemic. Call today for more information. 1-844-800-7154. That's 1-844-800-7154. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brian Tishy from Silverthorne, and you're listening to Swell Radio RFUA with my friends from SLED in San Diego on KCBQ. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Joe. Yo. Joe Floyd of Warrior. This has been amazing Yo. so far. Let's keep going. You got the demo out, and people are listening, and the labels are starting to, to take a... It got played on KME, KMET, you said. Yeah, KMET and KLOS, those were the big... FM rock stations at the time. So that was a big game changer for us. They, they had a program that was called Local Licks, and you sent in your, your cassette, you know, and we had made a demo of Fighting for the Earth. And, mm. uh, yeah, when they played that, it's like it blew up all of a sudden. 
people coming from, you know, way out east and our shows were sold out, lying around the block. And um, Yeah, Roy so Z was telling me about that. Yeah, it was it was a huge thing, and uh, you know, then when the labels came down to see us, they would just see the crowd, you know, lined up outside on the street, and go, "Okay, you know, we want this band." So we started getting a lot of offers at that point. So you went back east. It's Pete, Dino, and I, and Ozzy all grew up in New York. Do you remember playing at Lemoore in Brooklyn? I'm sure you guys must have played there. No, we never played oh, there. Oh, okay. Do you remember where you played at on the East Coast? Where it was like Boston, New York, Philly, or in that area? Do you remember the clubs? Uh, I don't remember. I don't, honestly, I don't think we played on the East Coast. We played um, up and down California, okay. and then you know we did some European shows and stuff like that. I think Swell Oz, he wants to get. Hey Oz, I think you want to talk to Joe. You got a few questions, so take it away, Oz. I did, Joe. Joe, early you mentioned Roy Z. We had Roy as a guest on our show not long ago. Was he an actual member of Warrior or just an associate of yours? Yeah, he was a member of Warrior. We played some some gigs with him. We played the Palladium uh, down in Hollywood, and and yeah, we played some some shows. Roy, I mean, Roy's been my close buddy for ever since I met him. You know, we just bonded and and uh, became bros. So uh, love the guy. He's awesome. What a talent! And um, great player and great guest on the show. Yeah, and he hooked us up with the label that um, for, for the uh, Ancient Future album, which was called Dream Circle, this guy in Germany. And then we played the Vaca 98, and um, that was that was a fun adventure. He told us to ask you about you seeing Jimi Hendrix. He said I should for sure ask <laughs> you about that. He said you saw him twice. Yeah, I saw Jimi Hendrix. I, I was 13 years old, and... Um, down at the San Diego Sports Arena, I saw him two years in a row. The first time was with the original Jimi Hendrix Experience. Nice. And the second time was with Billy Cox on bass. So in those days, it, the floor of the sports arena was just an uh, open seating uh, situation, you know, just a crush. Yeah. Um, and I managed to work my way all the way to the front, right at, on the stage, you know, pulling myself up. So I was right, literally, like, you know, three feet, five feet away from Jimmy, just staring Holy up in mackerel. awe, just completely mind, you know, blown, you can imagine, uh, just to be in the in, in the presence of that, that guy. It was just, you know. Hey, uh, Joe. Yo. Joe Floyd, Wars of Gods and Men and the Day of Reckoning, two of my favorite songs uh i want to ask a question is it true that you gave adam levine from the voice in maroon <laughs> five fame his first guitar and are you to blame er, i mean do you get credit for starting his career as far as you heard that story bill honestly but uh, yeah when he was a kid uh he wanted to learn guitar so i loaned him one of mine to learn on and I think it was a Strat copy, maybe. But, uh, yeah, nobody had any idea he was going to become a, a superstar. So Why, Joe? Why? 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 <laughs> hey, Joe, we uh, want to touch upon the the passing of Rob Farr, a former band member of yours. Yeah. And so uh, tell us about Rob, your time with Rob. Yeah, well, uh, Rob... Such an awesome dude, and uh, yeah, he played on on Wars of Gods and Men, and um, you know we did many adventures together. 
lots of playing gigs, lots of recording. And I didn't see him too much this last year. He came by at the beginning of the pandemic and we hung out out on the deck and, uh, you know, everybody was kind of paranoid in those days. We were like wiping down our groceries with a bleach or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, just what a guy to me, he was, he was kind of like a demon from, uh, from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He, he, he was the guy who could get you on the list. and You know what I mean? Get your tickets uh, to anything you wanted to see. He, always, he was the man, yeah. man with the plan had the hookup. Yeah, you know, and he comes sauntering in with that Cheshire grin and just like, all right, it's, uh, the party's on, you know. So, yeah, it was just it was just a gut punch, man, really, too, to hear that he passed. It was just so unexpected, and I, I'm still, I can't get over it, really. I actually was hanging Horrible. out with him at the Kraken a week before he passed away in Radio 80 show. And we were oh, talking about wow. bringing him on this show with the Warrior material with you, Joe. And uh, oh, man. a week later he was gone. This got to be about a month and a half ago, so two months sad. ago, right before he passed. Yeah, what a shock, right? It was yeah. just I think every one of us have experienced losing a fellow band member. And what a lot of people, if you know, good people are listening out there, especially some of you young kids, it's like losing a brother. And if there's a chick in the band, it's like losing a sister. But it's really like losing a family member. It hurts, man. And no matter how yeah, things ever really end does. up or go, but when a former band member passes, man, it hits you center in the heart. So it's a, well, we just yeah, played a tribute yeah. show. Uh, tonight, uh, today, we just got done playing that show Saturday. Yeah, let's talk and about it, the show, Sean. It was a, it was awesome. I mean, all kinds of friends there. So and, I have uh, a question. So Warriors back together? You guys are officially back together. We're going to get some shows coming up here. Uh, maybe uh, well, Joe. Well, we're talking. We're talking. You know, there's rumors there's, circulating. There's talking rumors. <laughs> as we can only confirm talking rumors right now. Well, I mean, you got to have a singer can hit the high notes and Peck can hit all the notes. So I mean, no doubt. No there doubt. it is. There, man. No, you know, no, there's some great energy swirling. Oh, I bet. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really hopeful we can we can carry on and do, do some more gigs, get out there. Well, I think you guys will have Southern California covered there. Too. Warrior was a pretty well known in San Diego as well. Dino and I came in 85 and, you know, God, we heard the name all the time. So, I mean, all right, we got more coming up. We got the Swell Aussie Music Minute coming your way, the Sled Track of the Week, a little bit more with Joe. Don't go nowhere. Grab a Cohen. Do a little Hennessy and that snifter. You know what to do. Swell Radio, RFUA, AM 1170, FM 961. On the answer, KCBQ San Diego. We'll be right back. There's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On the answer, San Diego. For all your tattoo and piercing needs, make sure you check out Last Day's Tattoo, 4919 Newport Avenue, San Diego, California, 92107. That's Ocean Beach, California. Call John or any of his wonderful artists. Piercing, tattoo, anything. 619-546-5150. That's 619-546-5150. Last Day's Tattoo. Hey, this is JT Lux, and you're listening to Swell Radio RFUA with our friends from Sled. Keep rocking, San Diego. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On the answer, San Diego. Swell Radio, RFUA, and you know what time it is, boys? It's time for the 
Swell Ozzy Music Minute. Take it away, Oz. Welcome to the Swell Ozzy Music Minute. This week, I'm going to take a look at Pantera. They're from Arlington, Texas. They were originally called Gemini and then Eternity. They were the originators of the term groove metal and have sold over 40 million records. Their first three albums, Metal Magic, Projects in the Jungle, and I Am the Night, were all recorded with the original singer Terry Glaze. Terry was replaced by Matt Lamore, who in 1987 was replaced by Phil Anselmo, and they released their first album, Power Metal. 1992 was the release of a vulgar display of power. 1994 was far beyond driven, both going multi-platinum for the band. By 1995, things started to go banned for the band, with fighting among the members at its worst. But they still managed to release the great Southern trend kill to rave reviews. Their next album was Reinventing the Steel. Did well, but not as well as albums had done in the past. So at this point, the band takes a two-year break from recording and touring. Phil Anselmo would not return as the singer of the band. At this point, Dimebag Darrell was offered the job as the guitar player in Megadeth, but he turned that down. Anselmo went on to start his own band called Down to great success. The Abbott brothers started over again with Damage Plan, but on December 4th, while on tour in Ohio, Dimebag Darrell Abbott was shot and killed by a spectator at the show. His death shocked the rock world. Tributes included being buried in a kiss coffin with Eddie Van Halen's guitar with him. Anselmo went on to form several more solo projects over the years with various success. Former bass player Rex Brown was in Kill Devil Hill with drummer Vinnie Apice. Vinnie Paul at Hell Yeah, which had worldwide success and sold out shows all over. Phil Anselmo and Rex Brown are the only remaining members from the band. They swore they'd never work together again, but from what I hear lately, there is going to be some project out of the two of them. Whether it is a Pantera project or not, I don't know. Pantera fans, wait to see what's next for these guys. They're the only two left of this legendary band. And there you have it, the Swell Ozzy Music Minute on Swell Radio RFUA. Yeah, nice. I, I want to put a little footnote in. In there, uh, Sled played with Kill Devil Hill. Well, how many years ago was that, Dino? Brick by Brick, remember that? It had to be about seven, eight years. Eight years ago. Seven. You have a question for hey, Joe. Joe. Thanks for Joe. being on the show. Oh, it's just like you. when we interviewed all the other guys. We need another hour with you to get all all of yeah. the full name <laughs> droppings in. But I wanted yeah, to take this I last this last two <laughs> minutes um, to talk yeah. about your in. You're also you had a huge studio, Silver Cloud, that did lots of. Halford's album, lots of stuff, but you now are doing a guitar endeavor. Talk about the guitar thing you kind of invented and what's going on with that. We got two minutes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's called the EP guitar and Echophonic, right? Uh, electrophonic. Electrophonic. Yeah, and uh, so it's self-amplified. It's got speakers and effects and an amp, everything on board inside. It's and, built into uh, the guitar. The guitar has a speaker yeah, and an amp built guitar, into the guitar. So you just flip it on, and you're instantly crazy, and you're in the zone. Is there a line so out? Is there a line out on it? Yeah, there's a line out. Uh, there's a line in. Cool. There's a regular guitar. You can play it, you know, through an amp, just normal, or you can uh, play backing tracks through it. But oh, it's cool. got some really cool sounds. The uh, cool thing about it is the chambering. We have a patented uh, sound chamber inside that really makes it have an amazing, cool, fat sound. Uh, you know, very satisfying, inspiring tone, and it's uh, rechargeable lithium battery system what's the uh, website, website where people yeah. can check it out it's uh, epgtr.com epgtr.com i've been to the prov- production facility your brand new production facility they are amazing unfortunately sure. guys we got to say goodnight joe floyd thank you so much yeah, yeah, man. you're the best buddy, oh, yes, buddy. my name's pete deluke great my name's show dino today. deluke 
And that means I was Swell Ozzy. And I'm Sean Peck. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, America. San Diego, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. AM 1170, FM 96.1 on the answer to KCBQ San Diego. Swell Radio, RFUA. Good night, San Diego. Sayonara, America. Thank you for joining us for Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music, both past, present, and future continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego.